What is going on, everyone? It is Rob and Johnny, and we are here with episode 14 of MM Arcade, I think. <laughs> yep. 14. It's, it's good that we've reached a point where we have to, you know, we, it's taken that microsecond longer yeah. to, to remember what episode we're up to. I'm having to <laughs> look know, it we're up. We're still in the early stages. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still in the early, early stages of 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 the program but absolutely i'm very very excited oh, it's been a big week man deep. across you uh, ufc mma and, and video games it's just been so much news it has. it it has especially since the last couple of weeks have been a bit kind of grabby with yeah with try, trying to fill the slots up <laughs> trying to fill the segments up in saying that though the episode's still routinely going well over that hour mark 100 percent. you know so yeah I know one of us can gab. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what we're talking about, if it's a game, one of us care about it at pretty much all times. Yeah. <laughs> we cover the gambit. Yeah. Uh, but today exactly. we're going to be starting off doing a recap of UFC 289. We'll be doing some predictions of Fight Night and a bunch of game news. We had the Xbox Game Showcase, the Ubisoft Forward. There were also other showcases, but forgive us, we can't cover everything. There's so many announcements. Yeah. And there the were a lot week. of fights, but we can't cover all of them. Correct. Yeah. Uh, if, if there were any other fights, by the way, Rob, we have our notes here, but if you want to talk about it, feel free. Um, but let's Not start off. Problem. With uh, UFC 289 recap, we'll start off with the main event: Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana. Aldana, sorry. What what do we say about this one, Rob? I think it went as we all expected. We did. We saw uh, more or less what what was said in last week's episode about just that that hungry Amanda coming to state her claim to 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 stomp and to put a mark on the history books. And you know, this is this is almost a memorial not a memorial. you know, it's an iconic moment for Amanda, this fight that has just yeah. passed because she did retire. She mm. did retire after this fight. She is hands down the greatest well, women's combat athlete the world has ever seen. And ever. she left no stone unturned. This no. fight, Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana, was exactly what we expect to see from Amanda Nunes, which yeah. she provides just about Every single time she steps in there, <laughs> absolutely from the start, starting bell to the finishing bell, dominant performance. She mixed up her punches really well. She put mm-hmm. a pace on the aggressiveness. And honestly, you could see Amanda commanding the respect from um, with her shots in such a way that Irene started becoming gun shy. She yeah. didn't want it like – she she just wasn't unloading her shots, and uh, I feel like that really stems from people want to fight Amanda because she's the champ, she's got the gold, and they want to fight mm. her until they're in there with her. Then <laughs> they're like, you know what? I was cool fighting number six because the level gap is just huge, don't you think? It's massive, dude. Look at the scorecards. Right, I got them in front of us: fifty to forty-four, fifty to forty-four, fifty to forty-three. Just mm. almost a. A complete clean sweep, but some of those rounds went 10-8 as well. I I think it went the way everyone expected, and Amanda Nunez retires on top. And from what I saw, no more no more uh, uh, in, in, in which division that she's pretty much retired, that she was the t- champ, and now it's no longer a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is did, gone. Did, did you see that? Did you see... Pena trying to, to jump saw. in there. I saw. <laughs> there. Trust I me. Like, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Oh, man. I don't just know what her. she was doing, right? <laughs> oh. 
Who controlled? Who was psyching her up? <laughs> honestly, man. Honestly. It's not. Yeah, it's um, <sighs> it's one of those things. But in 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 saying that, like, I guess she was just trying to make a moment of it. Amanda, congratulations on such a dominant career. Yeah. Rest easy. You have done it all. You have left no stone unturned. Double champ, the yeah. greatest women's combat athlete to have ever lived. Yeah. Goodbye, like, featherweight easily. division is the one that I was trying to think yeah. of, and and maybe Rob, maybe Adam White, maybe we can bring in a, a new weight class for for the women because there's just no, there's not not really that much talent at the upper end for featherweight, as we saw, you know, after Nunes took yeah. the title. Well, it's so. well the level difference was just so great. Yeah, you know, it's um, she she wasn't just like physically gifted. It was. She, it was the fact that she was physically gifted, so she was stronger. She had – you yeah. can see she's a thicker girl. She can see her body yeah. is built for, for performance. She has that real athletic body. And then you add the fact that she has great striking, she has great mm. chin, she has great wrestling, she has great jiu-jitsu, and you've just – in a division in a, with women's combat sports, the, the depth is just not there yet, not to that caliber. No. And – as well with with the the women mixed martial artists, a lot of them sometimes are super highly skillful and talented, but just don't have the physique, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's it it is what it is. Her leaving the division, leaving the sport, I should say, is going to leave a massive power vacuum, and I'm yeah. very interested to see the bloodbath that is yeah. going to ensue. It's going to be interesting, <laughs> to be honest. Like now, everyone's going to be chomping at the bit to get the title. I I assume Pena would will get the the title shot against. I don't know. I don't know who would get it next. Um, Mate, but it's it's going to be a very very interesting division after her retirement. Yeah, it's 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 up for grabs. All the women yeah. know this. Like all the contenders know this. There's there's going to be vacant belts, and that yeah. that can only excite and fuel all the other women athletes. So I, I am for sure. I I am happy for Amanda's career and her retirement. She's done yeah. it all, yeah. but also excited for the future of the divisions because, like I said, there's just going to be a massive power vacuum in the space that she's left. Yeah, hundred percent. And next up. The one that everyone was talking about, really, Charles Oliveira, mm-hmm. Benil Dariush. Rob, we got it. We got it wrong, <laughs> mate. So wrong, and I am so I wrong. am flabbergasted, flabbergasted because you know. And and to my defence, there were there was left, right, center. You go on YouTube, you go on the social media, oh, you see a lot yeah. of people. Hey, Charles didn't get dropped this fight. Hey, yeah. Charles didn't get this. Uh, you know what I mean? Everybody else. Was in kind of in the same boat, just with the way Charles walks forward, yeah, marches into yeah. that mid range. He's liable to get hit, and he gets dropped a lot of his fights. But we didn't see that happen in this fight. We, I don't know. Uh, if Dariush, I'm going to be man. perfectly honest, yeah. If I'm yeah. going to be perfectly honest, I feel like we didn't see Dariush. We didn't see the Benil yeah. Dariush that fought his way to that fight. Yeah, we we barely we barely saw around. And, like, so, some would have argued that, you know, Benil, even before this Oliveira fight, deserved the title shot. And I still think he did, to be fair. But we're, we are still talking about Oliveira. He was dominant for that period for a reason. And obviously lost against Makachev, who is an incredible fighter. 
that's probably the next fight to make next. And Darius just, mm. I don't know, maybe it was just Oliveira's day. Maybe on a on another day in another universe, as we've talked about before, Rob, it could have gone to Darius. And he, yeah, I don't know. I'm just sad. Mate. I'm just sad for him. I really am. <laughs> so am I. He's a good dude. Honestly, I didn't have any horse in the race just because. Yeah. But you see, see that little pun there because Charles, you know, rides trots as well. But um, regardless, Charles, Charles, Charles and Benil, like I feel that he's not the Benil Darius we saw fight his way to that Charles Oliveira fight. It, yeah. It's I don't know. It was different. I feel that. Charles starting with that head kick right out of the gate and yep. Darius just caught it on his glove, but his glove was against his head. I think that set a pace. That that, that was also the technique that led into the TKO was that right head yeah. kick. And it was clean. It was fast. But that could have done something to Benil straight away because we didn't really see a lot of stand-up. But from that head kick, we, we – I don't know. You know, that was that was in in one of the opening moves. It it could have rattled him a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what Darius that was that showed up. There wasn't a champion. There wasn't a champion performance. So no, you know, congrats to to Oliveira. But let me do say. Uh, let let me say this, mate. Charles was pushing him up against the fence. Mm. He was getting in a lot of that fence work, and it looks like he pulled him off the fence. Such a dangerous technique to pull someone off the fence for that lateral throw or that trip. He pulled him off the fence and landed in guard. No matter yeah. how good you were doing, when you're on your back and Benil is throwing punches and elbows on you, you're losing every second nearabouts. You're on your mm. back. Yeah? Mm. I've seen other – you know, captions and, and what blog saying uh, Benil got disheartened from not getting any work in on Charles. That's not how it works. That's not yeah. From Darius getting uh, – Darius, what, morale getting broken because he, he couldn't use his guard. That's not how it works, okay? Darius was, was landing shots. He was in a comfortable position. If he was rattled from the kick, which I, I, I do not know, he was yeah. recovering. He was controlling it. It looked like he was controlling it. When you're on your back in MMA, you're losing, period. Yeah. Okay, period. Except for the odd percentages. Okay? I was going to say, did you see that random <laughs> clip floating around the other week where that boxer knocked the dude out when he was on his back? That's like the one time I've seen that ever happen. Really? Well, <laughs> as well as Kevin Holland knocked Jacques yeah, out off his yeah, back. Yeah, that's you know, right. it's, It happens, like, excluding the, those guys – uh, the exception, not the same. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're losing. And <laughs> Charles did a, a good job of getting up. You know, yeah. it looks like he paced himself, and then bam, land another right head kick. Yeah, finished the fight. Yeah, mate. Charles surprised me. He surprised me. I uh, I didn't yeah. expect that. I didn't expect that. But Oliveira is so good at so good, dude. Uh, getting better every yeah. fight. He just. Goes yep. back to the work drawing board, gets yep. better, comes back in with with some new tools or some sharp yep. skill sets or a new headspace. Yep. Mate, so congratulations to him. I am excited to see him go up against um, Makachev, right? Uh, like he's, Makachev he's, for yeah, the second that, time, I think. It's going to be interesting to, see, to see that second fight for sure. And then that, where does that leave Darius? Like, does he fight the loser oh, of mate. Poirier and Gaethje after they fight for the BMF title? <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that actually happening? I thought that was. I, oh. I swear it was. I swear I saw it. Is that two nine one? They are fighting a two nine one. I can't remember who's who it the, actually was. Who, who's fighting for the? 
Who is it fighting for the BMF title? Gaethje BMF. and Gaethje and, and Poirier, right? Poirier for the BMF title, like. I swear to God they are. I swear to God that they are. I, I, I heard I heard a bunch of stuff and I heard I heard like Makachev saying like It is, I was right. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. Poirier it's so Gaethje. stupid. Why why is that a thing? And why is it still Oi, floating around? Did you did you see that video that back or the interview between Makachev and Cormier? It was no. if you could find it on Twitter, whoever watching, it, go is, watch it. Is, is that the one where Max is saying, I don't want the stupid title. Yeah, he's like, what is this? What is this bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) So he's so funny, bro. Such a funny dude. So so I know what it is. Bakachev just has this comedy about him. Uh, Yeah, he is surprisingly funny, funny. isn't he? Kind of like Nabagamedov. I always thought he was a pretty funny dude. Every time super dry humor. Every time he called Ferguson, hey, sunglasses, I burst out into into laughter consistently every time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he, he, uh, Cormier and, and Makachev were doing an interview or a chat and Cormier brought up the BMF title. Makachev just laid into yeah. it. Like, what is this? Oh, it was the as, best, he, as he should because it is a silly yeah. thing. It is a silly thing. But they're, it, they're it the two silly. main fights we wanted to cover in UFC 289. But yeah. there is one more fight I want to I want to bring yeah? to light. Go on. And also apologize, okay, because I tipped against him, <laughs> not realizing he was true blue across the seas, okay? Oh, yeah. And that is Steve Urzek. Okay. Urzek, um, Urzek, Steve Urzek. Astro yeah. Boy, okay. Late notice came in and fought one of the top ten flyweights of the world. Hmm. Top ten, smashed him. Stellar performance. Got performance of the night, mate. And he's an Aussie. I didn't know he was an Aussie. He wasn't on my radar. He wasn't in the talks. <laughs> he wasn't. Where did he even come from? But he went up there on the big stage, late notice, top ten flyweight, put in some stellar work, mate. He. He made it look easy. He made it look like he had prepared his entire life for that one fight and for that one moment. And that's it. He, he saw an opportunity and and took it. So congratulations to him. He is, uh, yeah, obviously he's a top 10 fighter now in the UFC. That is unreal. Yeah. He's, unreal. I'm just checking it now, 10 and 1 now. And because he's Aussie, we have to support him by default. <laughs> Mate, definitely. I didn't. But again, I told you I tipped the other guy because it was a short notice fight, and I had no yeah. idea who Urseg was. Like, he just Good came out him. of nowhere. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, congratulations great. to Steve. Like, that is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's great to have some more True Blues up there. You know, just smashing people. <laughs> Absolutely. And that and that was UFC two eight nine. Next up, we've got. Another predictions for a fight night this weekend. Rob, both fighters mm. you've fought before in the main event. I'm very keen to get your opinion. Marvin yep. Vittori, Jared Cannonier. All right. Lay it out for me. What what do you think? You know these Mate, guys better than anyone out there. I do, and I am Mate, I am really stumped on how this fight's gonna go out, gonna mm. play out. I I feel both guys. I just, I, I just have a feeling this fight's not going to be super high output. I think they're both going to have really a lot of respect for each other. I feel, yeah. I feel like they counter both guys. They counter each other really quite well. So mm. Marvin Vittori wants to bully his opponents. He wants to get in their face, bully him, box him up, take him down. Do the thing. I don't think he's going to be able to do that to Jared because Jared's like 
he's he's just too powerful. I, yeah. think, I think he's he's too well rounded. He's going to be ready for that. But I don't think Jared's explosiveness mm. and and big shots are going to be enough to stop Vittori to put him away to to push Vittori back. Yeah. Um, oh mate, if I had to. If I had to put a pin to this. Flip a coin, would, Rob. <laughs> nah. If I had to put a pin to this, I think Jared will win by decision because I can see him landing effective shots, good okay. kicks, good punches, and kind of uh, stopping Vittori from moving forward, stopping Vittori from getting in there and, and turning it into a dogfight, which he loves so much. Mm. So that that is your like confirmed prediction. Yeah, I, you're not sitting I, on the fence, Cannoneer. No, I think I think Cannoneer wins by decision. I do. That's mm. I, again. I don't think it's going to be a super high output fight, but yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's it's also hard because like you look at the the, the fights they had previously. So we're Vittori versus Dolidze. Uh, yeah, that fight that was that wasn't. Your standard Vittori fashion. That was a very different Vittori we saw in that fight. Mm. It wasn't, mate. It wasn't super high output. It wasn't super flashy or super fly. It was, you know, it was just a, a good fight. But yeah, you know. And before that was it was myself and then Cannoneer fighting Sean, mm-hmm. and then Adesanya. Before that, it's uh, yeah. Just hard to see which version's going to show up and. and what the styles together are gonna are gonna make? Um, yeah, yeah, I think I, 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 think, mm. I don't know either, bro. It's it's really really hard to call, and especially because like n- I wouldn't say either of them like, from the previous fight that they had are like standing out so much where you're like, yeah, this guy has the has the momentum. Both mm. came off a loss to win from decision. I can't call it. I genuinely can't call this one. I would flip a coin and I would say Vittori if I was going to go with anyone. Really? Yeah. Really? Because like Cannonier couldn't put Sean away. I I, I like Vittori. I, I think he's a he's a pretty strong dude. Um and ah uh, bro, I don't far out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> say Vittori. I'm gonna say Vittori. Cannonier looks like a specimen. I know man. he what does, but like about? that doesn't mean that's not everything. Mm. Like you can look jacked. Like, and, but like and, if Vittori's a strong dude as well. Like he's he's a pretty jacked dude. Yeah. And in Jared's last couple of fights, he's so he's gone back to back. He's gone back to back five rounders, right? Marvin's coming off a three rounder. Yeah. Can any, Do you think that's gonna matter much ha- though? Oh, I think I think he's gonna be more conditioned mentally for, for five rounds. Or he could be mm. a little tired to be honest, because five rounds suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, like they, they, there's so much work. That extra ten minutes is so much. It is mm. so long. But what I'm saying is that, like, Cannonier sets a level. He sets a pace, and he doesn't really drop off in the fourth and fifth. We don't really see a sharp decline yeah. in the fourth and fifth. Not that we ever have with Vittori either. Mm. But you know, he's fighting. He's coming off a three round fight. <sighs> so I think that would be Vittori's mainstay on on how to beat Kennedy would be to try and push a pace, slow him down, get him sluggish, take some power out of his arms, mm. and then start to really start to capitalize on that in your three, four, fives. Kennedy, 
I don't think is going to drop off enough for him to be able to do that. I don't think Vittori will be able to to get in enough to 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 gas Cannonier out like that because I think Cannonier is going to he's got he's going to demand too much respect with his power with his shots. Yeah. So so you're definitely going with Cannonier for this one. I, I think so by decision. But yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't see either guy knocking each other out. Like, I, I think it is going to go decision as well. Maybe mm. it'll be split. I, I, I literally mm. flipped the coin in my head. So let's go Vittori for myself, Cannoneer for Rob. <laughs> it's going to be so, I'm, bro, I'm so interested how, how your division plays out. Really, I am. Because the winner of this and the winner of you and, and Drickus, ah, uh, it's nice. exciting. It's an exciting there, year. It is. There, there, <laughs> there, are some, there are some good fights to be had and some... You know, uncertain matchmaking still haven't you know still open mm. to, to air. So absolutely, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm I'm excited for my own fight in what a bit over three weeks now. Are you ser- so. Is it seriously three weeks? Like I swear, like yeah. the other week it was nine weeks away. That is insane. Yeah. Time is flying by. Bit over three weeks. <laughs> Time's flying by for you, not me. <laughs> I'm sitting here hungry, dude. I'm hungry. Every I'm day is a lifetime. <laughs> I'm trading. But we're getting there and I'm I'm super excited. Super excited to get over to Vegas and to, to stand across from from Drickus. Yeah. Duplassis and yeah, get to work, you know, earn some money. Get, for sure. Show off me new skill set and just I live a little. Yeah. Well, let's see how this weekend goes. And obviously, we'll be back next week to cover the, the results from that. But now we've got yes, some, some game news. Rob, it's been a really damn busy week. We had, I don't know, I think there were like seven, eight different showcases. Some of them were like smaller scale indie showcases. Other ones were much bigger. Today, we're going to be talking mm. about... The main Xbox Games Showcase, there was an extended one too, but we'll talk about the main one. And the Ubisoft Forward pretty much encapsulated mm. a lot of the AAA games that have been announced or showcased no. over the, the past week. And first one in the Xbox Games Showcase, one that you're a fan of, Mate, Rob. Out of the gate. Fable. Out of the gate. Out of the gate. They started off strong. I thought yeah. I was looking at CGI when I saw this Fable trailer, but apparently everything was in engine. In that showcase, mate, looking cool. And it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. It does. Like, I don't know if you're a big fan of that sort of fey magic and and that sort of, yeah. of comedy sati- uh, satirical sort of like a bit grouchy, yeah. bit offensive. I've always really loved it. Mm. The that style of um, of comedy, of offensiveness, of in your face. I've loved the mystical nature of Faye and their silly rules yeah. and like the the things they have to do to you know the rules of the Faye, which is a thing in itself. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. break those down now. <laughs> but I just it looks so, so good. I'll admit for me, the comedy and the and just the vibe is a little bit offbeat, but I know how good Fable games are, and I think mm. I will definitely give this a go. The thing that I don't, I'm not very clear on yet is <clears throat> where this Fable sits in, in regards to the previous games. Is this a reboot? Like, cause just it's just called Fable. 
So is this going to be like their way of bringing in new fans into the franchise? I like when starting, they do this. Just, yeah. 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 Hopefully. Like starting a new Fable series. 100%. Forget it. Yeah. Like, the, like they're doing I, with Mortal Kombat. I wouldn't hate that. I would not hate that. I would not hate that. You know, no better time, no better engines than right now. 100%. To, to run it on. And uh, one thing I am a little um, – I, I do want clarified is whether or not we have to play as a girl. Okay. Okay. It's not it's – not, because obviously the the character in the in the trailer was yeah. a a girl and it's not something they've ever done before they they let I think they they let you pick your your gender generally at the beginning so I assume hmm. you can make it however which way you want I assume it would be like there, there's a, in a few games that I've seen that have allowed you to play as as different genders in a lot of the marketing they'll they'll go one way or the other based on whatever yeah. decision and then they the need game a character itself to run it. Yeah. yeah, you need one. They they did the same with Fallout yeah. 4, if you remember. They they decided yeah. to Bethesda decided to market uh, the guy first, and then there was one trailer with the with the female, and then obviously you can pick whatever when you when you end up playing the game. Yeah. So they just need to make. And a all decision. the other games had you can name yourself because they all call yeah. you hero anyway. And so yeah, I really like the premise. I cannot wait for it yeah. to launch for sure. We had so some of the other games that we're not going to talk about too much. We'll just pass on. There was South of the Midnight trailer from the creators of. We Happy Few, that's going to be a very interesting game. But the next big, big title that was announced, a uh, secret one, Star Wars Outlaws, new Ubisoft original after they picked this up from, from Lucasfilms. Bro, this, is also, this was also showcased a lot in the Ubisoft forward with, with a bit of a gameplay trailer. Um, this was insane. I, I thought this looked so cool. I really liked the Star Wars like Rogue One and like, mm. you know what I mean? Where they're, it's like this mischievous rogue character, an outlaw, a bit of a bounty hunter going around and having crazy adventures mm. in the Star Wars universe. That's what this seems like. And it looks really good. I'm very much excited for, for Outlaws. It does. It seems like 2023, 2023 sorry, is the year of open world. Like mm. it seems that every second game is opening their world for exploration and yeah. item gathering and crafting because Outlaws has has done it as well, and uh, I think this one your character locked into a uh, yeah person. It's the one character by, by the, I think the it. From, yep. from the feeling of it, it's the, it's the one character in the story that they're trying to portray. But mm. it looked really cool. Like when they went, um, they were on the planet or she was on the planet, and they flew off into space in the spaceship. That looked sick. That yeah. was such a cool Seam- moment. Seamless transition from yeah. from um, what the planet into yeah. orbit into space. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Yeah, yeah cool. definitely looking forward to that one. And then we had a cool <laughs> little game. I don't know if you remember, Rob, 33 Immortal, Immortals. It was the one where you can play co-op with 33 or 32 other people and just go through. It, it, it was a top-down isometric game. And I think the art was like a little bit more basic. It looked a lot <laughs> of fun just being able to play with 32 yeah. other people. Looked sick. Yeah, it, it looked it looked like chaos. <laughs> it looked like insane. I don't know if you... Did you yeah. ever play like... Uh, the Tetris game where you could play with a bunch of other people and yeah. and the Super Mario one as well on Nintendo Switch. Those they're, they're always crazy. I had a lot of fun with them when they were available okay. to play anyway. Uh, mm. Next game we had Payday 3. I'm not a fan of Payday. Um, I wasn't impressed with the trailer. I will say that. I thought okay. it, it kind of it, it didn't look like the highest fidelity game out there. Mm. I, I, I agree. And honestly, 
It looked like Payday 2. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> like, is this a Payday 2 expansion? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, what was different? <laughs> Show me like, yeah, you, you, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like you're given that time slot to really make an impact on yeah. why this one is better than the last one. So open your wallets up. And honestly... Yeah, yeah. failed to do it for me I, as well. I don't think they 100% delivered on that, but, you know, games aren't games aren't always, you know, based on their, their what is it, their launch time slot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their, yeah. Their, the, the first launch trailer. Yeah, and they're not always for everyone. Like, I think Payday is just going to be one of those games. It's just probably yeah, not, not for me. Those high sort of games, what's that other one on PlayStation? I've, I've just, I've never really gotten into them. Nah, nah. The, the heist top games. Yeah. What, what's that other one? The, oh, I'm gonna have to other, search one. The other heist video game. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Payday Two. Perfect Heist. Thief Simulator. Mm. There's a few of them. Technically, Grand Theft Auto. No, I think, I think it was Watch Dogs. I think Watch Dogs <laughs> and Payday were like. Yeah. They're like almost direct competitors. But yeah. Yep. 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 Cool. Next game we had. Look, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of, of Persona. There was a few different Persona games. This one was Persona mm-hmm. Three, Reload. Rob, are you a fan of Persona? I've played Persona 5. I have. Um, yeah. A lot of Persona 5. Like, I don't know. I just went, it was just like one, one, it was one sitting, not one sitting, sorry. It was like one session of sittings yeah. where I just got really into Persona 5 and I, I didn't mind it. I liked, I think it was the anime that kept me, if I'm going to be honest. The combat's kind of really, I don't know, big numbers. Yep. Flashy, yeah. a little bit silly sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and it that that couldn't keep me. But I've heard by all accounts that Persona Three is one of the best in the series. So yeah, for them to be re- like what reload relaunching Persona Three is going to make Persona is one of those games that has a cult following. You know, yeah, that's a you're 100 percent right. And then the same with yeah. the we'll mention it now Persona Five Tactica. That was also announced as well. What mm. what I think, you know, hope like maybe Xbox is trying to go for here is that they've always had an issue breaking into the Japanese market, and I feel like focusing yeah. so hard with Atlas. Every other trailer it seemed to be Atlas, the publisher. Um, I think this is their way of doing that by getting Persona games onto Game Pass. I think it's pretty clever. Yeah. Persona Persona Three has a very very strong Persona has a very strong cult following. I think it's yeah. because it's almost like a What's it called? Romance novel, mm. sort of like a yeah. light novel, like yeah. romance. Well, dating simulator, dating simulator in the same same context as as like a combat game because like there's obviously yeah. romance and you can you talk to a lot of characters, pick your choices, get your decision based. It's almost like a dating simulator, like in one and. Uh, mm. You know, obviously, the animations and the anime effects, and the fact you're playing anime characters around Japan. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you got your following. Tactica, on the other hand, looks like a straight up mobile game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, and I'm a big fan of those type of games. I love yeah. tactics games. So, Final Fantasy Tactics, one of my favorite games of all time. No, is my favorite game of all time because that's that was my go-to game back in the Damn. day. That was very similar, but very, very different in a, in a sense as well. Tactica yeah. looks just, it looks like a mobile game. That's all I can say. Yeah, hell yeah. Next up, man, uh, Obsidian's Avowed. We have been waiting yeah. and waiting and waiting for actual <laughs> yeah. gameplay of this game. And mm-hmm. 
a few people, I say a few, there was a lot of people out there, Rob, that were a little disappointed, maybe is is, is yeah. the best word, only because when we first saw that trailer of Avowed, it looked like Elder Scrolls, as in mm-hmm. big open world, huge expansive game. This, this is what Avowed was going to be. The gameplay was, like the art style was not like high fidelity. It was a little bit more... Cartoony, I guess is the way that you can put it. And and after chats with the devs, this is going to be more like the size of Outer Worlds, which was a much smaller game. And if you actually think about it, Obsidian, they're doing so many titles, doing Avowed, they just did Pentiment, they're doing Outer Worlds 2, and they don't have that many devs. So I don't know what else we were actually expecting. This is probably what we should have expected from Avowed, but I think people after that first trailer thought something completely different. Yeah, and I think I definitely think we should have made the correlation with Outer Worlds, just yeah. because of how Outer Worlds launched, and just because of the world size yeah. and the yeah. actual freedom you had in it. Yeah, it was like it was a much smaller but compacted experience. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't know. I honestly, I was on the fence because I, I, I really yeah. am. I'm not one to get excited for things until I can hold them. I don't like that feeling of wanting something and yeah. not being able to get it straight away. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't been on the. Oh, I'll get. The, I expect this from a vow. So I, yeah. You know what? If 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 we get something because Outer Worlds was a great game. Outer Worlds was a great game, and Outer Worlds two, I I, I can ex- only expect to be even better. So yeah, avowed. You know, might might scratch our fantasy itch for though that style of games. You know, it might yeah. be an outer worlds like medieval fantasy type esque yeah experience. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I'm gonna definitely play it. I'm still excited for it. I can understand people's, I guess, surprise. But again, given Obsidian and the size of their their studio. We shouldn't really have expected anything bigger. Certainly, we shouldn't have expected anything close to mm-hmm. the size of even Skyrim. So, let's see how that one does. Next up, Rob, uh, Sea of Thieves, The Legend of Monkey <laughs> Island. We're only talking no. about this because your kids love Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, and because I've got, a, I've got a couple of things to say on it. Okay, sea of Thieves, <laughs> Sea of Thieves is not a game. It's not a game. Wait, wait, it's a wait. lifestyle. Uh. It's that. a lifestyle, bro. If you want to get good at Sea of Thieves, do you know how much work you have to put in? Mm. Like, oh my goodness, I cannot explain to you. You're not selling how me on it. Much work. <laughs> You're not selling it's me. so no. It's so hard. <laughs> it's such a hard game, dude. Yeah. And, I'm, and I, I remember playing with my son and and like. Trying, trying to sail the whole ship by myself to go where we need to go. Like I run to the mast and I raise mast and I run to the, the, the steering wheel and I turn the steering wheel. Then I run to this and then he sees a ship, loads a cannonball and fires on him. And there's like six <laughs> blokes over there. There's six blokes over there that are just like all teammates, veterans of the sport. Oh, and they no. just start absolutely hammering us, hammering us. And... uh it's a hard game. That's all I'm going to say. But you it's the, that's it's the a, problem, bro. It's a funny like, game. Right now, see, if it has a hard, it has a decent sized community. Don't get me wrong. But at this stage, it really is the hardcore player playing it that have played it for so long and they're really good. That's the problem with a lot of these games that do happen to be PvP. Because when you go in there, fresh faced, you don't know what you're doing, you get your ass handed to you. It's inviting because it looks yeah. colorful and fun. 
but then yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, and and like I said, it's again, it's another game with a with a cult base. There's yeah. like this, and they just that's all they play every day with their crewmates and their friends. Yeah. That's all they do because they're like because they're trying to like get booty and, and caches <laughs> and dig up treasure and there's there's routes you run. Like I tried looking it up to get really get into it for with yeah. my son. Yeah. And I just couldn't like it was Fair just enough. as a new player trying to break into it, it was it was yeah. a nightmare. But nightmare. look, you existing fans of see these, if you're a fan of Legend Legend of Monkey Island, you've got that coming your way this yeah. year. Next up And you get uh, it. And you get it. Yeah. They, they get yeah. where I'm coming from because they're the ones that shot me. Like <laughs> <laughs> You watching this, this podcast. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Next up, we've got Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. When this first popped up, Rob, I thought this was like an uh, uh, Aaron Rescue expansion for the previous game because they focused so hard on that in the beginning part and then it yeah. started to expand out to, to way more things. Yeah. Looked cool. And on I'm the drones. And on the drones. I yeah, thought I was yeah. like watching a trailer for Metal Gear Solid. I was like, what's yeah. going on? Because <laughs> like there were so many drones and everything else. It's a bit um, strange. Are you a fan I've never of been flight simulator games? Nah, I've never been in the flight simulator. I... I yeah. I struggle to get the appeal of it. I'll I'll say yeah. that. I know why, like very loosely why people love it, but in terms of me getting in and enjoying it, I just don't think I could. Um I yeah, I there is a certain there's a certain level of uh I don't know what the feeling is or, or, or what the word is I'm looking for that, but mm. when you're flying over a place you've been to and you can, cause the, the maps are so well done. Yeah. Like you can see places you've gone to and just like the, they also have truck simulator, right? It's the same thing. Like <laughs> you're going through towns you've been to and you can recognize, and it's a surreal feeling playing mm. a video game and seeing and making those connections with the places you've been you know, in real life, it's a uh, it's a cool experience. Okay. It's a cool experience, but not one enough to 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 catch my attention for too long. Nah, nah, same here. Next up, we have I don't know, but if you ever played Senua Saga or Senua uh, Hellblade Two, is the one that's coming out this year. I played the previous Hellblade, and I was it's like it's not a long game, um, but I stopped playing it like thirty minutes before the end. It is really, really. Disturbing is not the right. Unsettling is the word that I'm thinking of. D- did you ever play the previous uh, Hellblade? No, I didn't. I didn't. It's, so it's pretty much this story. This is a very bad description of it. It's from what I remember. But uh, this girl, <laughs> Lay it she, on me. She, this girl has like voices in her head. She's going on this journey and blah 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 blah. And the whole game is like of her trying to fight these voices in her head. And the way they do it, Rob, if you're wearing a headset, they're like speaking your right ear and then your left speaker and they're like surrounding you. And it's it's just, I, I, I get shivers. And then I just wasn't enjoying it. Like I, it, it wasn't, a, it's less of a video game and more of an experience. And because of that, I can see why people liked it, but I just didn't. And then this, uh, it, it was very highly regarded too, but it just didn't vibe with me. And then the trailer for Hellblade 2, it was just one big CGI, one big cutscene. That's for what I feel is the next game is going to be as well. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling you it. You did not sell that to me at all. I no. want to stay clear of that. <laughs> it was saga. I want to stay very, very clear of that one. I Watch a review if you're at all like, curious to see if i got it right because i played it years ago and i didn't finish it so it was a, probably a very bad description and it has a cult following but it's not for me 
We're, we're going to see in the, in the comments below just people going off like, Johnny, what are you talking about? That was a <laughs> that difference was the of the game. Description. Was just, yeah, that was art. It's like, yeah, whatever. No, but that's what people <laughs> say. It is art. Yeah. Nah, not for me. Not for me. Uh, next up, so a, a very quick one. Uh, they did a... I thought it was going to be something completely different when they had the trailer for this. Fallout 76, I thought... I thought, Rob, that we were going to get a trailer for... Because um, you know how there's a next-gen version coming for Fallout 4? I thought they were going to shadow drop that on us. That was one of the rumors at the time. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I thought this was it. But this is actually an update for Fallout 76 called Atlantic City. My guess is it's an expedition, like the pit. Um, but Fallout 76 still getting updates to the game. Yeah, and but I... I don't know. I was a little upset with the way they tacked it on at the end. They kind of just threw it in there. You know what I mean? It's You're right. You're right. And and is so they kind of just threw it on top. It's like, oh, also, you still playing these? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it you was know, hard because like uh, it's such a stacked showcase and you only get so much time. But I I, I felt like, yeah, they could have done most of that trailer was like, this is the Fallout 76 in general. The all the things that you can do. Oh, and also yeah. at the end it's Atlantic City. I felt like they could yep. sh- have shown right. that off a little bit more and made us a bit more excited. Yeah. Yep. Next yep. up, we have Forza but, uh, Motorsport, by the way. Oh, sorry. You were saying something? I, I, I still am excited for, for the 76. I think it might be time to dust off the old boots because I, I, haven't, I haven't played it for a little bit. It might be time to dust off the boots and get back in there and start punching on with things. Well, it your character's be. all set up. I set your character up for you. You still got the Deathclaw <laughs> gauntlet I gave you. <laughs> Mate, he's got... That was that was years ago. At this point, though, he's got to be outdated. He's got to be. He's probably. He's be, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. he's he's uh, dropped off the gradient a little bit. So we're gonna have to yeah. spruce him up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Next up, yeah. we had a trailer for Forza Motorsport. These always look good. Always look clean. Look better than the last somehow. Um, I used to be really into racing games. Not so much now anymore. But Rob, anything to say about Forza Motorsport? It looks gorgeous. That's all I can say. I saw a guy. Yeah. I don't know if it was the Forza one, but he was playing with a um, steering wheel mm, mm. and he had blinkers, like there were blink <laughs> indicators and he was like going in and out of traffic. I don't know if that was the, if that was Forza he was playing. It looked very, I think very, it, I very think it was similar. Forza. I think I've seen that exact dude. It's, it's one of the guys, it's actually a thing on TikTok and YouTube shorts where they'll like start super far behind the pack and then they'll catch up in this awesome sports car. I think I've seen that guy. He's yeah. like literally weaving in and out of traffic going under trucks and shit. That yeah, was like, very But cool. with indicators, like using yeah. his indicators. Like, I, I yeah. just thought that was such a cool thing. And it was very cool. Just seeing it with the steering wheel and the, the gear shifts, like, I, I don't know. It, yeah. it it looked pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of Elder Scrolls Online Necrom, that update was the, the trailer for it came out. Uh, it's going to be released June 20. The, they do the split between console and PC, and PC always comes first. Um, new class with the, the Arcanist, Rob... I know you're probably going to be jumping into Necrom. What do you think? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I've been waiting. So I've been holding off the last couple of months because um, mm. uh, I, I wanted I wanted some new blood in the game to to really spice me up. I, I was yeah. thinking, I was, and once they told us that we were getting the Arcanist, I was like, oh, got to yeah. wait and see, got to wait and see. But in yeah. saying that, in saying that, okay, I've been waiting to make a new class for the Arcanist that's come on. I, I want to make a dragon knight. I just want to make a normal dude that's been in the game forever. Like I just want to make another one. But fair enough. Yeah, I, I, 
I'm excited. I'm excited. I love um I love it when they drop these new classes because it just changes the PvP system hmm. entirely. There's going to be new metas. There's going to be new builds. They're going to drop a whole new item block yeah. with uh with this next class. There's going to be so many balancing that's going to be needed. Um, that's going to be have to be done. Yeah, you know, Necrom's going to be. I, I can only assume it's going to be super overpowered when it first comes out. So it might be yeah. fun to get in there, rush your class up, just run into the battlefield and start <laughs> absolutely nuking people. <laughs> but yeah, no, it looks interesting for sure. Going to be cool. Uh, next one we had Overwatch Two Invasion. I just want to say I don't know why they're doing Overwatch Two. I don't know why they didn't just stick with Overwatch One. What did you think, Rob? Are you, are, were you ever into Overwatch at all? I was not. I was nah. not. Yeah, it's, uh, I, it's a there's a big uh, uproar at the moment about Overwatch and they're like they're selling segments of the story. It, very weird. Let us know in the comments below if you're excited for Overwatch too. But yeah, not, not it sounds for us. like a cash grab to be honest. Yeah, but here we go, Rob. This is what you're really excited about. I love Keanu Reeves so much, and I know I need to play Cyberpunk 2077. But Phantom Liberty is coming to Cyberpunk 2077. What do you think, man? Mate, I, me and everybody else have been waiting for so long. I have to say, yeah. Cyberpunk, the launch. Poor. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was, it was rough. It was rough, but I'll give it. They never gave up, and they no. kept updating and kept updating to the point where the game is clean. It is like a different game if you were to jump into it now. But yeah. for me, I, I personally loved it. Okay, like I got, yeah. I fell into a big rabbit hole of my character and just couldn't put it down, couldn't put it down. But yeah. the replayability for me just wasn't there at the point at that time. It just, there was nothing driving me to make a new character. And this right. is it Phantom Liberty. I cannot wait. It is, it is the last DLC, the first and last, I should say. Uh, I think it'll come up, it'll come with the last set of patches for it as well. Mm. So um, that's kind of sad. That's, sad. that's very <laughs> yeah. sad because I, I I have heard they they're looking to make a new cyberpunk game. Um, mm. You know that's where they're going to direct their attention. So it's sad that they are that this is this is it for the game. But I assume because this is it for the game that we we will get not only closure on the ending. Yeah. So I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but no. I hope they elaborate more on that because. There's like seven different endings or something like that. But also yeah. just because I want to go in there and make a new character and just see what the fully fleshed out 2023 version of the game is like yeah. from start to finish. Next up, man, this this game I'm so excited for. Clockwork Revolution. I thought I was looking at an, a sequel for Bioshock Infinite and I'm a huge Bioshock mm. fan. This looked freaking mm. gorgeous, dude. And Exile is it back. Ah, uh, what did you think? It looked what very. Did you think? It looked. It looked very Bioshocky. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm all yeah. for it. Some people were complaining yeah. about that. The devs were getting criticized. I was like, give me, give me more of this. I, 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 yeah. I loved Bioshock Infinite. It, yeah. This is looking. We don't have we have much info about it, but in Exile, very very experienced developer. I'm so pumped for this game. I think it looks beautiful. Mm, mm. I, uh, I thought you would like it. It's not really up my alley. Wasn't a big yeah. fan of Bioshock either. I don't like games where they kind of have to generally, – generally, I want to say generally where the story is very linear and I have to kind of just go with the story because that is the experience. But yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Know, it looks good. But then, Rob, to, to end off the show, Starfield Direct showed us 45 minutes of this freaking game. 
every time that I thought they were done, they kept going and there was more gameplay. They showed us bits about uh, combat, about character creation and character building and leveling up, about uh, building bases, all the cool spaceships that you can build, everything. They went into so much detail about this game. I And I think they s- sold this game to everybody that had any kind of doubts. What a great job they did. Anybody who watched, who watched that part of of the showcase, yeah, is going to buy Starfield now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I believe Starfield is going to be what Skyrim did when it launched way back. Yeah, when. yeah. It's it's going to become an icon for the genre. It they it has character customization it has character trait building yep. so that backgrounds the type of character you play as affects how people interact with you yep. throughout the universe because there are multiple planets multiple civilizations yep. every like cities and buildings and seamless flying up into space with your ship and landing on it with aliens and random other stuff <laughs> Dude. And like the character customization numbers are through the roof. You can do anything you want. The way that you play the game is up to you. Like you can follow story missions, side missions, explore, yep. become a pirate. That's yep. what sucked me in. They said you can become a pirate, jump yeah. in, you shoot people down, ships. Board, yeah. dock on people's <laughs> ships, shoot them, take their stuff and leave, uh. take their ship, sell their ship. Like, Mate, it is it honestly, and the combat system looks like yeah, it's the Bethesda improved. combat system we want. Yeah, so yeah. improved. It looks fast paced. It looks clean. Yeah. Oh, mate, it's it looks honestly, it looks like if the fans of like fans of of, of games who like games like us with open world with customization, yeah. like the fans of Fallout and fans of Skyrim, if we yeah. all got together and we said, okay, we're making a space game, no worries. Can we have this? Can we have this? Can we have this? <laughs> that, and they said and they added everything. You know, yeah, you can have all of that. You can have all that. You want to, your random NPCs yeah. to be your friends to make relationships. Yeah. Around, yeah, on this planet, yeah, on that planet too. Yeah, why not? Are they different? Yeah, it's like, oh mate, it looks. Dude. Oh, I and it's I got like, upset it's, watching it because I know yeah. I have to wait for it to be released. Yeah, st- we still got a few months, but I'm so glad that they release all this. And it's not even Rob like. It's not just the amount of content. As you said, there's so much stuff. It's like six games in one, right? But it's also yep. the subtle details that, like, they're real. Like, you know Bethesda. They, they like their little details. Small things like your robot companion, no matter what name you choose, can say your name because yep. it's using AI to generate that. The, when you're on a planet, the, the moons are orbiting in real time. There's, there's yep. global illumination with the lighting, so it changes in real time. And if you want to go and land on that moon, you can go land on that moon. And there was one, uh, Todd was talking about it, where he was like, once a spaceship landed on a planet, started attacking me, I went onto the spaceship to kill them, and then it took off without me knowing. So then he was in <laughs> space fighting the pirates. <laughs> like, uh, right. That uh, is unbelievable. The amount of adventures and stories that are going to come from this. I... Mate, I am so, so excited. And uh, yeah, legit yeah, game of the year contender 
for sure. I think I think so. I think so. It's got it's going to take the world by storm, and I say the world because yeah. much like a lot of the other big titles that that came, it's going to create yeah. it's going to create a new space in the gaming world. Yeah. when it when it touches down, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be sick. And very quickly, we will talk about Ubisoft Forward. Uh, they announced a new Avatar game, Frontiers of Pandora. Look, I'm not an Avatar fan, but this looked like the most beautiful game in the world that I've ever seen in my life. It was mm. colorful. It looked like it ran really well. It was probably just Far Far Cry reskinned, but I thought Ubisoft did a great job with this trailer. Mate, another open world. Like, I know, you, open, you, you're right. Tw- it's the trend. 2023 <laughs> open world. My my kids cannot wait for uh, for Avatar. Yeah. And uh, it yeah. looks gorgeous. It looks like the perfect game to let them play as well, where they can just run it, around. It does. Yeah. Do whatever they want. Attack the wildlife, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever kids do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was really good. And then mm. Prince of Persia as well, seeing a return, the Lost Crown. Not what a lot of people expected because it is the that kind of 2D style game. But 2D. I still think Oh, not 2D, but you know what I mean. It's not like an Assassin's Creed style game. You know what I mean? The the art style, the style of the game, people are a little bit disappointed yeah. by it. But I still thought it looked cool, you know? Uh, looked flashy. It look, looks kind of like a mobile game. <laughs> look, look, I, I, right, so I many mobile games this year. <laughs> side scroller is the right is the proper word I was thinking about. <clears throat> I still thought it looked fun for a side scroller. Maybe I'll play. I'm a huge fan of Prince never, of Persia. I was never into any of the Prince of Persia's. Yeah, like, any of them. Well, any of them. were you into Assassin's Creed? Because we're talking about that next. Negative. I've I've never been able to get into them. So th- I've I will say multiple this multiple times, right? They 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 showed some gameplay for Assassin's Creed Mirage. If there was any Assassin's Creed game that you should try and see whether it's for you, it is this one because this one it's going back to the roots from like the first original titles, really focusing on stealth and parkour and assassination and investigation. It's a much smaller experience, like fifteen to twenty hours. They want to tell a really really good story. But I'm really excited for Assassin's Creed Mirage. I think this is the franchise going back to what it did so well many, many years ago. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I will, I will think about it I, again. Still, the VR headsets that the kids put in, like you're not really playing as the assassins; you're playing some dude in a tube. Well, they, so they had the VR there as well. That kind of looked cool. Like you get to be an assassin in first person. I, I thought I saw it. Uh, Nexus VR looked sick. To be fair. Um, but that was pretty much it, Rob, from the Ubisoft forward, from Xbox. There was a lot of games, so I apologize if we couldn't there spend was, too much time on was. all of them. Um, but next segment that we have, what we're watching, what, playing. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think about the the Xbox showcase in comparison to the PS5 to Sony's smashed launch? It. Destroyed them. You reckon? Left them in left them in the dust. I feel like Xbox had some real heavy hitting titles this year. Like, oh, like, and usually, man, I'm not a fanboy. I've got a PlayStation Five. I've got my PC in front of me. But last year, Sony took the the crown. They took the W. This year, it was Xbox. Xbox yeah. delivered and then some. How can you compete with a 45 minute Starfield direct trailer? No one did what Bethesda Mate, Game Studios and, did. And, but you know, maybe that was. Um, like they knew, Sony knew. Maybe that was just part of the ploy. It's like because you don't know these these big companies. These these things are, are they have staff 
of 20 guys just trying to put this together, billion-dollar companies, you know what I mean? They know they have – that Xbox had a 45-minute yeah. Um, yeah. footage, gameplay, value of Starfield, the biggest title that is – like honestly, to come out this year, really realistically, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do you do when you're in the shoes of PlayStation? I guess you you can't do anything. You show Spider Man, and yeah. and hopefully Spider Man catches people's attention. <laughs> yeah. And which, to you be show, fair, you it'll show sell Spider Man. Well. You <laughs> show Spider Man and Final Fantasy, dude. Final Fantasy. I, I'm trying so hard you, to get us codes for that game. I'm trying. Have so you hard. seen the gameplay footage on that? Did you did it's, you play the demo? No, I didn't play the demo, but I, I watched As a demo, bro. You should dev, play the demo. I watched the dev play it. And you can parry you can perfect parry fights, dude. It's like it's like a it's like a one-on-one. Yeah. Um like hack and slash, but with like the your tactical wheel in the corner. Um play the demo, man. Your, I'm telling you right now. Are, are, you should. Built on your icons. It looks yeah. so wild, dude. Yeah. So wild. I, I think it's going to be a very, very fun game. I, I hope that we can get our hands on, on the codes for it and then we'll talk about it in that week's podcast. Definitely, definitely. I'm excited. Yeah. But what we're watching, playing, it has been a busy week. I'll, I'll be honest. It with has. Uh, I'm not playing anything. I haven't touched a single game. I'm still watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's still very, very good. I'm very into it. Tonight, I'm going to watch a little bit more before bed. But that is honestly it for me. I've been so busy making YouTube videos and watching all these showcases. What about you, man? Yeah, mate. And understandably, you you've been busy. You know, you uh, <laughs> the the showcases that launch are massive, and then you trying to <laughs> trying to put a video, especially because like the big titles like Starfield got launched, the Fallout, and dude, the they were one a.m. our time. So I, I I tell you how it yeah. how it went down, right? So it was the first up Xbox showcase, I live streamed it. I had a two hour nap from like seven to nine. Got up, couldn't sleep anymore. Streamed from one a.m to 5 a.m., made a video and got to bed at 8 a.m., 8.30, and then went to sleep. Woke up, couldn't go back to sleep, and I did it all again with the Ubisoft Ubisoft Forward. I actually went into the city to a viewing party uh, at Fortress uh, Sydney. And again, I didn't get home until 5 a.m., and then I went to bed. What's, what's Fortress like? I haven't been yet. Uh, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine uh like i i like it that this it's a spot where everyone in like our kind of circle just say yeah let's go to fortress right and it's an easy one the 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 best thing about it is the tavern that they have there you can just go there have a drink kind of looks cool they have you know switches and stuff set up that you can play if you want to um they have an arcade there everything's too expensive to play the dragon punch machine's like two dollars a punch it's insane um I think it's okay. And then if you want to play some games on the PCs there, you can too as well. But I don't really do that. So mm. I think it's fine. I think, I think I'm going to take my kids there. My kids are, are gamers. So I think it'll blow their minds. Oh, it will. No, they will be like, whoa, like all these cool com- computers yeah. mounted onto the walls and the arcade as I'm well. They'll, they'll love it. Up. I'm going to have to start saving up. <laughs> $2 a punch uh, on the freaking Dragon Punch, man. What, what have I been playing or watching or reading? I haven't been reading anything. I've been waiting for the next books to come out for some yeah. series. And I just don't have – just can't be bothered looking for a new one because you've got to yeah. scroll through Amazon forever. Yeah. Uh, watching, 
I'm not really watching anything either. I, I'm watching that cute one, what, the love story one yeah. on Crunchyroll, but that's about it. I haven't had a lot of time to watch. Mm. Like a, Much like yourself, very busy, been um, heavy in camp, like three yeah, and a bit yeah. weeks till I leave, which means it's only about a week and a half till I fly out. Um, so really just wrapping up the training here and the wrapping up the work, like everything that's got to be done before I leave the country, like meds, yep. bloods, MRIs, MRAs, get this form, visas, all that sort mm, of jazz, mm, mm. Uh, media commitments, sponsor commitments, all cram-packed in between the sessions before I yep. fly out. So yep. been doing that. But I have been playing Diablo 4. Ah, yes. Right. What, do you, what do you think? What have you been playing. thinking? Mate, it's received like nine hot fixes. My barb's been nerfed <laughs> twice since I started playing it. <laughs> like I, I start farming a dungeon and then it gets nerfed two hours later. So <laughs> like every time without fail. But it's 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 fun. Honestly, though, like it does feel, it feels very much like the previous one. Yeah. In a in a sense that it's just like the the progression and the the gameplay loop is very much the same. You get stronger, you go in, you smash stuff. Eventually, you get better gear. You put said gear on, and then go smash yeah. more stuff to get yeah. more gear. And then you just slowly progress. You get some braces that deal eleven percent more damage to stunned units so you put them on then yeah. you start building your character around stun and then yeah. you just keep keep your eye out for gear that is that helps stun damage and then you just work on that gimmick until you hit a point where you got to start affixing your gear it feels like the gameplay loop is much the same as any ARPG you've ever played before but it is yeah. much better yeah. i find it, it it is it is a better version of all of that i feel like Getting around is nicer with a horse. It's pretty cool. Yep. Seeing people running around is pretty cool. Yeah, I like I like I like the skills and the way you can build your character around different things. I think that's cool. I think the loot is cool and the way yep. you get said loot is cool. I think the bosses and the world bosses yep. are pretty cool. World bosses are a pretty cool experience. Camera zooms out. It's yeah. like ten of years around the base of some big dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm Hell really yeah, man. enjoying it. I haven't yeah, touched Zelda, it. but yeah, I oh, can do There's too it. many games to play. That's the problem. Like, Bro, no, uh, no. The thing is, I'm just not a Zelda fan. Like I tried. I tried to do it for you. Not for you. And I'm, I appreciate mate, you. I, I appreciate that you tried. Oh, stop breaking my damn weapons. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me something to repair them. And, then, Sorry, and before bro. everyone That's in the, the comments said, oh, you can feed it to the octopus. I know you can. Once every red moon. Well, like, yeah, yeah. What no, that's, got- that's not reliable to repair your. That's silly. Yeah. No, dude. It's like, yeah. But um, yeah, I can see the appeal of it. It's a cool game. But Diablo 4, absolutely nailing it. Nice. Play that in my spare time. Nice. And that's it, about it. You'll hey. probably be pl- playing that when you go overseas on, like, to, to unwind a little bit. Playing some yeah, Diablo that, on your laptop. That in my Ragnarok server. I'm still, yeah. I'm still playing that as well because that's a Sick. Ragnarok forever, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. And <laughs> mate, then always. Last segment, we got viewer questions. If you want us to answer your questions, please leave them in the comments. We try to answer as many as we can. First up, we've got Nibi asking, question for Rob, 
One of your last contender fights was the hardest from Cannoneer, Vittori, Till, and Gastelum. Which one was your hardest? Um, They're Till. all straight killers, by the way, but Till? Yeah, I think Till was my hardest just because like, he, yeah. he was a good striker. He was good evading shots. He, um, he was crafty with the way he would, he would land shots. And, uh, you know, he was a good southpaw. So I think, yeah, Till. I remember very distinctly after that fight, you and Till were just chatting, and you were just like, "It, it, it was." I think you said something like, "It's like it was like a game of chess." He was so tactical. It was such a tactical yeah. fight. I remember yeah. that distinctly. We were just waiting for each other. Yeah, like one yeah. Of us just to make the wrong move. Yeah. No, nah, that that definitely sounds right. Uh, one quick one for me from Jot Div. Thoughts on White and leaving Johnny. He only is asking that because I wore my Canberra Raiders jumper last week. I'm very sad, all right? I'm very sad that he's leaving us and going to the Rabbitohs. Screw the Rabbitohs. Next question <laughs> we have is Real Cup 1. Question for the both of you. The most underrated game you guys have ever played? Ooh. I've, I've Ooh, got one you if, go first. if you need time to think about it. Uh, Titan, Titanfall 2. If anyone hasn't played Titanfall 2 and is a fan of first-person shooters... Play the story. It is an excellent story. It's a fantastic first-person shooter, and it gets lost in the in the sea of many other FPSs out there. It's genuinely one of the greatest FPS stories of of our generation. Incredibly good really? game, and I'm very sad we don't have Titanfall three. <clears throat> um, I thought when Titanfall first launched, I thought it it was so cool. I Same. I never got into the games, but yeah. I thought it was so cool that you summon your robot, yeah. you get your robot down. But um, yeah. Ultimately, I was just—I just wanted an armor core where I could run around. The <laughs> but, Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, most underrated you, game. I had it on the tip of my tongue a second ago, and I've oh, if I honestly, I <sighs> underrated. Man, this is tough. I'm gonna go with Demon Souls on the PS5. Oh, like the 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 remade one? Yeah, on the PS5. Yeah. I started because, playing that, Rob, and I dropped it, but I really want to give it a go. Dude, like, it is so clean. It is such mm. a beautiful game to to see. They Like, the graphics, they really, really just re- yeah. – Oh, mate, it is so it looks pretty gorgeous. to look at. It is yeah. so clean to play. Yeah. And uh, I don't generally like playing consoles. I like mm. playing on the, on the PC. Mm. But I – for – the leg of Demon Souls I played yeah. on, on, on my PS5. So, yeah. yeah. Next question we have from JR. Question for you both. Favorite boss battle of all time? Another one of those hard questions. Oh, man. But In the what one- sense are you know what I mean? Oh, like just your favorite. doesn't have to be like, it doesn't even have to be memorable objectively, but one that just sits with you that's your favorite. I would say for me, it would be Zelda Ocarina of Time when you fight Ganondorf because the the way that they built to it where you're climbing the castle and the, the music is playing where he's on the on the piano or whatever and then you get up there and it's epic and it just, you fight him, you're hitting back the, the, the energy balls and then you think you kill him and then he comes back as Ganon and is in his beast form after the, the castle has been destroyed. You have to escape the castle for, so good, so iconic. <laughs> I, I, I always think that's my favorite boss battle anytime someone asks a question. So that's, that's it for me. 
Oh, mate, this this is so hard. It's a hard so, one. So hard. Um honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy ten. Mm. I'm gonna go it's a bit of a chain. It's the last chain of fights as you leave when you fight. I don't really want to give spoilers, but you fight a lot of people. Oh, you fight the, the fights are really cool. The right at the end when you're yeah. fighting Sin, the big bad, yeah. and all the story that's led up to this point and finding out what Sin is and who mm. Sin is. Have you played Final Fantasy X? I have not, no. Oh, man. Like, well, Anyway, Sin, Sin comes back every so many years and starts killing everything, all right? Yeah. So uh, a summoner is formed. She gets her guardians and then she goes and, and does away with it. Okay, so you go on this big quest around everywhere, do all the bits and bobs, right, sides and whatnot. You get up, you big fight, you find out what sin actually is, why it's there, why it's happening, who it is, nice. and that sequence of fights up until, you know, the, the climax of the story is, like, pretty special. It is pretty unreal. Anyone who's played Final Fantasy X, like, shout out, comment down below and back me up here, guys, because it is a pretty <laughs> special piece. Sweet. And then the last question that we have is from NCR Ranger. Either of you played Dead Space. I just got the recent remake and it's fucking great. Rob, have you played Dead Space? I have, but yeah. I'm not part of the. I'm not one of the cult members that Dead Space has. <laughs> oh. Feels a little bit like that. I, I haven't played does. the remake yet, but I played the first, and I really want to play the remake to give it another go. I really enjoyed Dead Space. I thought it was a cool game. Some of the combat sequences, like and boss fights, were like, eh, but I thought it was still fun. I, I always mm. like those kinds of games. Yeah, I'm not big into horror games. I used to be when I was younger, but mm. not so much anymore. Hey, did you ever play the horror game called The Thing? The Thing. No. Yeah. The Thing game. Oh. Yeah, let me see if it is on like what the I'm thinking of. on PC. Like the, like the movie. Oh yeah, I see. I see gameplay for it. Yeah, I, I never oh, played it, but kind of looks creepy, bro. <laughs> I, so again, if you have played the thing, or if you, if you played the thing, comment down below and back me up. Here. <laughs> actually, actually, anybody, any one of our listeners, if you can, back me up. <laughs> Always do it. Say yeah, Rob's right. Comment down below. <laughs> I agree with Rob on this. Even point. if you haven't anyway, played the game, just do it. <laughs> the thing was terrifying. It had a mechanic in it, so it's similar to like Alien, right? Where the face huggers, they yeah, jump yeah. on you. And they lay an egg in you, and no one you don't know he's infected until he gets burst out of his stomach, right? <laughs> it had the same sort of mechanic where there are aliens in this abandoned ice base, and mm. you and you have about three or four companions, but you got to keep an eye on them because you you fight you fight aliens and whatnot, and you're trying to work your way throughout the facility, and you got to keep an eye on them though because you don't know. At mm. any one point, they could become infected, and you don't know which one is infected. You can't really tell. They don't let you know. You can see their heart rates, or you can see how they're feeling, and you kind of just go because if they go on you, they turn into these abominations out of nowhere and just backstab cool. the hell out of you. Sounds it is, cool. It was terrifying, terrifying, mate. Yeah, I I do like horror games. I love games like Amnesia. I love games like Resident Evil. So it sounds like something I'd enjoy. But how Wait, would you play right it now? Yeah, I, like I, is it still on Steam? I maybe don't, I don't know. Oh, and I'm if it find is, it. it's gonna look it's gonna look like Lego. But <laughs> but the, 
Nah, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> but it, it was terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that was it. That's the last question that I had. That is episode 14 of Ham. Uh, I said, almost said Ham Radio Podcast. That was my old podcast that I used to do. <laughs> of MMRK. It's been a long you're, week, Rob. It yeah, has been very, very long. You're tired, mate. Get, get some sleep. I ever, when I went to work this week, everyone was like, hey, Johnny, you, you got some bags under your eyes. And thanks for pointing it out. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I love being yeah, told should, that. Yeah, you should have said, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, this is the best I've ever felt. <laughs> I felt I feel awesome. It's hard to yeah. hide it when your your eyes are doing that, right? It's Yeah. It's in the body language. 100%. But listeners at home, thank you very much for tuning into another one. Please subscribe, like and hit the bell icon. Absolutely. Leave a comment down below with any sort of suggestions or opinions of the cast because You've yeah. probably noticed by now we try to build what you want into the podcast. We use your opinions, your questions, what you want to listen to and hear as yeah. fuel to create what we do. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Couldn't do this without you. Spread Absolutely. it. Spread the word. Spread the good word. Share it to your friends. Do it. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. All right. Take care of yourselves. See you next Bye. week. Peace. <laughs>